Good evening. Welcome to this week's episode of the Bullnock Sports Show. I'm CJ Hawk, co-host of the podcast. Today's episode is one that I am very excited to discuss. The main idea for it and why it was created and will be released is that I wanted to practice on focusing on pitch, pace, focusing on one topic, storytelling, and bring across a cohesive opinion throughout the episode. So the main topic today will be my 25 favorite NBA players who are from Europe from 2010 to present. So the main qualifier is the player had to have least played from 2010 and beyond. So if they retired, for example, 2009, of course, they'll not count. And if they only played like one game in 2010, it won't count. So they had to play at least one full season in 2010, and they can be retired or currently playing. I chose 2010 because that's when I became really a big fan of the NBA, really started watching it more as a Warriors fan, my hometown team, now as a Bulls fan. Those are the two teams I supported. And I focused on 2010 and beyond because it made more sense to me. There have been many legendary players from Europe from the 90s, 2000s. They easily would have made this list if it was based on greatest of all time. But this is my personal favorites from, as I mentioned, 2010 to present. So there's ones that wouldn't make the list in this criteria, but would have if it was greatest of all time, no matter the decade. So let's begin. So how I went across with this list was I took into account did I enjoy the game, watch them, personal stories to have around the player. Took into account towards some of the bottom ones. A bit of it was skill and success. That wasn't the main qualifier for the players who made the list. But some of the ones that were on the bubble, I did take into account little bit more success compared to ones who are right there. It was close. There are some players too that I believe if I did this list a year later would most likely be on the list but for now due to one of the players I would mention is an honorable mention brand new NBA super young he's only been in the league a few months he hasn't done enough yet for me to be on here. And that is big man from Spurs, from France, Victor Wabinawa. He would be an honorable mention. Most of that kind of list if we did it in one year's time. But for now, he just been mentioned, but doesn't make the list. So now to the real list. Number 25, Bojan Bodanovic from Croatia. Bodanovic, he's been on, a, to be honest, a number of bad teams. He hasn't got a lot of luck in good teams department. He's been on the Pistons when they stunk. Lately, they have not been very good. But Bojan Bogdanovic, he still is on the Pistons, actually. The team has been abysmal. The three wins this year, one of the worst ever. He's on that team, sadly. I know he probably wants to get out of town fast. But Bojan Bogdanovic, his main skills and why I like him is that he's a solid 
shooting guard, swing man in the NBA. He's been on the bench before. Now he starts these days. Very strong three-point shooter. He has a quick shooting touch too. So when he can shoot off the dribble, shoot off excellent passes from the corner, different places on the court, either from deep or mid-range. He's definitely most skilled from out of the paint. And he's also good size as well. I like Bojan Bogdanovic. He's enjoyable to watch, and I'm hoping he can get to a team that's actually good, maybe trade to a team with playoff hopes, because being stuck on a Pistons team is going nowhere. For a player its caliber is very disappointing. Now moving on. Number 24, Bogdan Bogdanovic from Serbia. So Bogdan Bogdanovic, they're not related. He is on the Hawks currently. He's been on the Kings too. Bogdan, he's probably a bit more talented than Bullion. That's the one reason he was named 24 instead of 25. They're both right there though. But Bogdan, he scored 40 points, for example, just last month for the Hawks. This is career high. He's had success in the NBA from the Kings and the Hawks, two teams I enjoy, so I've watched a lot of him on TV. He's good shooting touch. He's good mid-range, good passer. Bojanovic, very skillful player from Serbia, and he's been definitely good talent that the Kings drafted, and then he got traded to the Hawks, and they've really enjoyed him the past few seasons. He's been a key part of the team either off the bench or starting. He's been starting more these days, which his talent and success warrants. So Bogdan Bogdanovic, I've enjoyed him. And one thing that's fun to talk about, this has anything to do with his real life or NBA career, but DJ Benny Bull and I are currently playing a NBA 2K franchise season. And one of the versions we have, the newest one we have, together and we did fantasy draft style so we drafted players to build six teams one from each division and the one team that I have the Orlando Magic's fantasy team my starting shooting guard is actually Bogdan Bogdanovic so it's fun playing the game seeing how he his skills and how what's good at in the game not in real in real life but very similar of course how he's created it into the game this fun story. Number 23, Alfred Sengen from Turkey. He's a superstar on Houston Rockets. He's one of the main reasons the Rockets have improved so much. They're going to get a lot better too, hopefully. They have a number of talented players, young players, a few veterans they picked up. Fred Van Fleet has been a lifesaver. Jim Brooks and defense has been stellar. But overall, skill level, talent. Potential. Alfred Stengen is a monster. He's been unbelievable. From He's from Turkey. He's excelled so much. He's so young. He has so much more to go. Stengen has been the main reason why the Rockets have become good and watchable. They're a little bit above 500 right now. But Stengen has been dominating and huge fan of him. I really enjoyed him. I enjoyed reading Houston Rockets. Beat writer reports, for example, on the Athletic, and 
Senge comes across as a very great teammate, great player, and so much more to go. That's why Senge made this list. His potential is off the charts, and he's really fun to watch, too. As a tall player, he has so much skill. 22 on this list. He's from Germany. He's been in the league a few years. His brother missed the list. He was close, but I couldn't put him in there just because I haven't seen enough of him, and he hadn't been like unbelievable as a favorite, fan favorite for me. But number 22 is his younger brother, Franz Wagner from Germany. Wagner, he has a lot to go to. Excellent player. He's been so good on the Magic with Paul Benchero, Wagner, Wendell Carter, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs. They've, um, John Roster, John Isaac, John Roster, talented players. They're improving. They've actually been very good this year so far. They've fallen down a bit since they're so young. They don't have playoff experience. They have a number of players with talent on there. Big fan of Franz Wagner. He's a small forward. He went to the University of Michigan for his brother, who he went there before, Mo Wagner. Franz has been very successful in the NBA so far. He's still improving, just like Sengen. Wagner, his talent is off the charts. We also has been training experience, so not just talent, but training, working on his game and improving. And so far, I've been very impressed with Franz Wagner. That's why he makes 22 for me. Twenty-one on this list. He's from Italy. I'm a big fan of him. He's been in the league for a long time, it seemed. He went to the New York Knicks originally. That's where he used to play. He's on the Knicks team from long ago, like the Jeremy Lin era. He's been around a long time. It's hard to believe. But I have been impressed with his game so far. And I can't say just impressed, like, so far, because he's been a great three-point shooter his whole career. He can light it up with the best of them. He can get huge points in a hurry, eat off the bench or starting. When you need someone to come off the bench and light it up from deep, shoot a lot of points in short bunces, quick bursts. Danilo Garinari is definitely one of those Italian. He has good height, good range. Good passing, too, for a shooting guard primarily. His defense is pretty bad, so that's not why you'd want him. But you want him because he's a veteran, experienced, great three-point shooter. His passing is very successful, too. And he's had great success in the NBA over his long veteran career. Gallinari has been on a number of teams I've enjoyed. Enjoyed watching a lot on TV and following as a fan. And... Gallinari is definitely someone that, if I needed a veteran via trade, his contract's a little bit high at the moment, but I need someone I know that could step in. I would definitely target Danilo Gallinari. He is a good player in the NBA. Number 20, he is one of my personal favorites in the Toronto Raptors franchise. It was when the team stunk. The Raptors, when they got to Andrea Barnani, who was a huge bust, 
and teams of old when they stunk before they got more successful with Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, um, Kawhi Leonard, Mark Saul, especially DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry, that's when they got good. But he was more on the early part when they stunk. But that was Jose Calderon from Spain. Big fan of him. Calderon's one of my favorite unsung point guards. He's not one that you immediately think of. He doesn't come to mind and say, tell me great point guards in history. Calderon is not one that would make your radar most likely. But he's an excellent four general. He could always run an offense at a solid or above average level. His passing, creating for teammates is above par. He also could shoot too. He could shoot at least 40% from three. So three-point shooter, great four general. Still plays for that NBA. Some of his accolades were he won some silver medals from Spain, Eurobasket gold medal, world championship gold medal from Spain. Jose Calderon is someone I would totally draft or sign as a free agent today. Not now, he's retired, but like a player like him, I would totally target because that's vital in today's NBA. And as a fan, Jose Calderon, I really enjoyed him. My first star watching the NBA was on the Raptors. He came across really good to me. I really enjoyed his game. It's not as flashy as some players, but Jose Calderon was experienced, dependable, and reliable. So all good things for Jose Calderon. He had a good, solid career. I really enjoyed him watching him play. Number 19 from Germany. Currently in the NBA, he's been on the Lakers, he's been on the Raptors. That is Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder is a solid point guard. He is pretty young still. He still is improving. He is still really talented, though. He is one of the best international point guards. High scorer. He is making positive impact on the court. He's taken Germany to multiple things, World Cup gold medal, World Cup MVP, Euro Basket bronze medal, good assist maker, and he's also been a good scorer too. He does have inconsistency sometimes. Sometimes he disappears on the court, but the main reason you want Schroeder is scoring. These days, he's more looked at as a off-the-bench six-man. He can start on a playoff caliber team as well if they have a number of stars and they need someone who's a veteran point guard to lead the team. Shooter can be called upon for that. But he's not like a superstar, not LeBron James or that kind of thing, but he doesn't need to be that. He just needs to be the best he can be. And I've really enjoyed John Shooter. Now he's on the Raptors too, so as a Raptors super fan, that's also plus. Helps him get on the list probably. Number 18, Hidu Turkulu. He's from Turkey. He was on the big teams with Dwight Howard, Mikel Petrus. When they went to the NBA Finals, that was when Hidu Turkulu was on there. He was a veteran with Magic for many times. He was on the Magic for years, then he went back to the Magic again later. Turkulu, solid scorer. And 
just like some of these guys on this list I mentioned, he didn't light up the world with his amazing three-point shooting, amazing dunking. But Hugo Turkoglu, he won most improved player award once. He had some World Cup medals. He was a super-sized swimman. He could score, rebound, pass. He would have been, as this article I'm reading, for research purposes, even mentioned, he would have been even better today. Great three-point shooter as a small forward. And Turkoglu, big fan of him. When he dominated on the Magic teams, helping Dwight Howard become a superstar, Turkoglu was very successful. And I enjoyed him, his level. Number 17, former Portland Trailblazer. He was on the team when people thought they could go places. Brandon Roy, Greg Oden, that is Nicholas Batum from France. Batum still currently playing. He's a veteran towards the end of his career. Batum had success. I enjoyed his game a lot. He's been a good scorer, role player. He's not someone who you look at as like a superstar. He never was that. But he was a good role player throughout his whole career. He became an excellent free and D man. So what does that mean? Tomb, constant professional. He kind of started an archetype, so to speak, in the free and D man. That's super popular now. Many teams covet free and D man, a man who can shoot and defend multiple positions on the court, which Nicholas Batum excelled at. Number 16, currently in the NBA, from Lithuania, Jonas Valanciunas, former Toronto Raptor. He was drafted high in 2011 for the Raptors. The big man, at first, was exclusive in the paint. He could only score inside the paint. Beast rebounder, good blocker. His offense was pretty high level. His main reason was in the paint, and his defense was not unbelievable. But his blocking, rebounding, and scoring inside were very high marks for him. Once he's become a veteran later in his career, he's developed a three-point shot. He's practiced relentlessly on that. He actually can shoot the free ball pretty well now. So he's a good spacer. He used to not be, but he's better at spacing the court. So you can find him from deep or still in the paint when needed. Solid rebounder. Jonas Valanciunas, he got not the best feedback when he was around the Raptors for his career. Some people said he was a bust or he didn't work out. But he had a good, solid career for them, for the franchise. And Valanciunas, still highly dependable, solid player in today's game. You're off the bench or starting. And he's definitely a guy that I've enjoyed watching on the Raptors, and now, for example, Pelicans, different clubs. Number 15, DeMontis Savonis from Lithuania. His father, Adrenaris, played in the NBA too. Now his son's playing. He's on the Pacers. Now he's on the Kings. He's been a huge reason why the Kings made the playoffs last season, first time in forever. They're playing pretty well again this year. Savonis has played excellent with De'Aaron Fox. They've been a great tandem with 
Fox finally lost for his bonus, bonus scoring inside. Dominating rebounding, his rebounding is A+. He's also a decent blocker. His range is not unbelievable. His main place is inside the paint. Short jump shots. But he's very talented, above average player. All-star too. He's made a couple all-star games. Number 14, nicknamed the Dragon from Slovenia, Goran Dragic. He played for the Raptors, the Bulls, the Suns. That's where he had most success on the Suns. He made an all-star game once. He most improved award player. Dragic, very successful scorer, passer, as a point guard. Dragic definitely was successful during his career. He recently retired after he finished with the Bulls for a couple of games. He didn't resign and he ended up retiring. Dragic had a solid NBA level career. I enjoyed his game. The Dragon had mad skills at times. And he's definitely the kind of teammate you want running the show as the point guard. As a lot of his guys, he was not a superstar, not a man to build around. But with other talented players, you could put in Goran Dragic and he would definitely help improve things for sure. The Dragon. Number 13, from Latvia, a 7-footer. Probably, arguably the best Latvian NBA player of all time. The only other player who even I know top of my head from Latvia to not make this list is Davis Bertans. He maybe would have made a list a few years ago, Bertans, but lately he's become stinky. He's injured all the time and he, he's not that good. But a couple of years ago, he was shooting free pointers like all day, every day, because he's one of those people people covet the players that are like seven feet or footers who can score from deep all day, every day. But we're not talking about Bertans. He's he's moving on. So uh, Porzingis been very successful. Knicks draftsman for overall, almost nine years ago now. He's had success. He can shoot from free, dominant in the paint, tall. Multifaceted player. He can defend a bit. The okay passer. Definitely scoring is why he'd want on the team. Porzingis can score in multiple places on the court. As I mentioned, he's very tall, so that helps him. Tall wins, great wingspan. Mobile, mobile big. So he fits today's NBA for sure. And he maybe has not been amazing as like a top four pick, but he made an all-star game. And he still has a lot of talent. He's on the Celtics now on a team that win the NBA championship. So Porzingis has a lot of potential still to provide. Number 12 from Poland. The only player from Poland I could think of or find. And I enjoyed his career. The Polish Hammer is his nickname, Marcin Gortat. He played on the round of Magic for a number of years. Under Dwight Howard, the backup center. He played on the Sun for a few years. And then most notably probably... Washington Wizards, he was a starting center for a number of years when they were more successful. They made the playoffs a few years in a row. Actually, before they have been really bad, but then they made the playoffs a few times. Gortat could dunk it with the best of them, hence Polish Hammer is his nickname, but he is more than just a dunker. He had a number of successes and skills he provided in the NBA. 
fantastic in blocks and rebounds. Those are his two main areas. Deadly all-star pick and roll. Pick and roll player. Great setting screens, tacking the glass, rebounder blocking. Great defender. So definitely want someone in the paint who could block shots, rebound, A-plus level, and then get off the pick and roll, dunk it. Gortat fit all that profile for a big man. That's not the big man people covet these days, the one who, like a dunker, rebounder, blocker. Those are still so important to me personally as a fan. But now they want big men like Markkanen or Porzingis to shoot threes. Gortat could not, but he had his place. Number 11 from Montenegro, Nikola Vucevic. Currently on Chicago Bulls. He has been the Magic. A lot of these players have been on the Magic for some reason. I don't know if they've been on there. But Vucevic, he was an all-star. He's the third star now in the Bulls behind DeRozan and Levine. Vucevic, seven-footer. He's the three-point successful. He used to not do that that much, but lately he's become better at three-point shooting. He's good at rebounding, scoring inside, post-up moves a lot. He does a lot of those in the Bulls offense these days, a lot of post-up moves. And he does shoot from the arc a lot. They get a lot of open shots to him there, and he shoots them at a decent clip. Vucevic, veteran, all-star, enjoys game. I don't know if he's the best fit on Bulls, but he probably will be now because he signed an extension. So they think he'll be there for a couple more years. Vucevic, his defense is not very good, but his offense is very good. So it makes up for it in some regards. Number 10 from Spain. He was supposed to be the second coming, one of the greatest point cards of all time. When he was drafted, the hype was unreal. That was Ricky Rubio. He was drafted by the Timberwolves. He used to play in Spain. And this was when YouTube was not as well looked at. But his, he had amazing mic tapes of his skill in Spain. His flashy passes. His leading teams to victories. Rubio awed. The team makers and fans and media people were in awe of his amazing skill that they believed can translate to the NBA. Overall, he's amazing. Godlike skill did not translate to the NBA. Rubio had a great journeyman career. Played a number of teams, the Timberwolves, Cavaliers, Brooklyn Nets. Rubio had a lot of skill. He recently retired, actually. Uh, very recently. Rubio, I was a big fan of him. I got caught up a bit in the hype when he was drafted. But overall, he's had a solid career. He's had injuries, which has been an issue. But Rubio still was a great floor general. He could shoot pretty well as well. And he provided a lot of importance to the clubs that he joined. Ricky Rubio. Never a godlike all-star, but he had a great, good career as a journeyman, solid point guard. Above, above average, probably. Number nine from Finland, the finisher, Laurie Markkinen. Drafted by the Bulls. I was hoping big things for him. Just they couldn't use him right. Jim Boylan failed. Markkinen, the Donovan couldn't use him right. They'd use him as exclusively as a three-point Davis Bertans clone. 
Seven-footer shoots Kuzli from three, which was a mistake. Markkanen had far much more potential and skill than that. A seven-footer, he could shoot from inside, from the two. He could shoot from the three. He's at a decent clip. Strong rebounder. Once he got to leave the Bulls and go to a team that actually wanted to use him correctly, the Utah Jazz, he was on the Cavaliers for a bit. But once he got to the Jazz, he became an all-star. Last year, he started as an all-star game. This year, he's playing just as well. Marketing's leading the Jazz. I know the Jazz are not a great team, but without him, they'd be even worse. He's been balling out of his mind lately. Marketing is super young still, so he has a long way to go. His career is what I'm really excited about. DJ Benny Bull is also a fan of Laurie Marketing a lot too. Big fans of him. When he's in the Bulls, like of course I was a big fan, but now he's on Jazz, still following and supporting his career, hoping for big things. Number eight, from Spain, one of the best retired big men, one of the best Grizzlies players of all time, that is Mark Gasol. Mark Gasol was on the big days of the Grizzlies when they had talent in Rudy Gay, Zach Randolph, Mike Conley, Marcus Gasol was on that squad. It's such a top Tony Allen. I can't name the whole entire starting five, funny enough. Conley, Allen, Rudy Gay, Zach Randolph, and Marcus Gasol. Marcus Gasol, legendary career. He was an amazing blocker, amazing big man in the post, in the paint. He excelled. Amazing, he's probably underrated. He's probably even better than that. He had one title with the Raptors. He was an All-NBA first team selection, multiple All-Stars, Defender of the Year, the second All-Defensive team, one of the best ever in blocks. His defense was better than A+. Also was a good playmaker, force spacer. He won multiple gold medals in Spain. And just so good on... Scoring and defense, one of the best big men of his time, Marc Gasol. Number seven from France, probably the best player from France all time. Won multiple rings, was a NBA Finals MVP, multiple All-Star games. Best known for being with the Spurs, that is Tony Parker. Excelled when he got to play with Tim Duncan, Kawhi Leonard, Tony Parker, Monty Ginobili cannot be missed. Tony Parker was an excellent point guard. He could do it all. Score, pass, defense. Tony Parker had so much talent and skill. He had four titles, one Finals MVP. He was second team selection, sixth All-Star game, multiple gold medals. He's super fast point guard. He could score with layups in the paint, teardrop floater. He wasn't a shooter or amazing defender on one-on-one perimeter, but he's a good stealer, so he could steal from point guards or players. And he's an amazing all-time great guard anyway with his scoring, professionalism, and playmaking ability. Tony Parker stands above. 
Number six on this list from France, just like Parker. One of the best Chicago Bulls of yesteryear, Joaquin Noah. He excelled on the Bulls. Derek Rose, Carlos Boozer, Todd Gibson, Kyle Kulva. Joaquin Noah is one of my favorites. It's so hard to remember and forget his time with the team. Great inside paint big man. Dunking, defending. He had a lot of success in his time and career in the NBA. Joakim Noah could do a lot. Some of his highlights were he was the all first team selection, two all-star game appearances, defender of the year, two all defensive first team selections, gold medal before. He was an amazing center at his peak. He couldn't shoot whatsoever, but he had good ball handling and good playmaking from the post, short mid-range areas. And his defense was off the charts legendary. That's why you want Joakim Noah to anchor your squad in the central position. Number five from Serbia. Arguably one of the best three players currently in NBA. Was finals MVP last year. Won his first NBA championship. That is Nikola Jokic, the Joker. He has been... Legendary player, he was drafted late second round. No one really thought anything above it. He didn't even know until his brother called him. Fun story. He was sitting on his couch at home in Serbia. He didn't know until his brother called him that he was drafted. And once he joined the NBA, he's been amazing with two MVPs, finals MVP, all NBA selections, multiple All-Star games, won a silver medal. He can do it all. His passing is off the charts. His scoring is sensational. As a center, he can shoot a bit, but especially inside is where you want him. He's just amazing. Amazing defense. His passing is, as I mentioned, legendary, and his scoring is great. Jokic Arbly could have won MVP for the first time in a row last season. He barely lost out to Joel Embiid, who was deserving of opportunity for his first MVP award. Jokic could do it all, and he's definitely in the running again to win MVP. The Nuggets, he saved them and took them to the pinnacle of success. He easily, if I did this again next year, could be even higher on this list, but for now, he's number five. Number four from Savinia. Actually, I have a picture of him at home. He is one of the best Dallas Mavericks of all time. He's very young, still improving. Multiple time All Star. All NBA awards. He could become an MVP soon. That's Luka Doncic. He got drafted by the Hawks originally, but is traded to the Mavs in a drafted deal. He's been amazing for the Mavericks. He's played with a lot of bad players. They haven't been loaded with success with Doncic, but that hasn't really stopped him or affected him in many negative ways. He has been able to do so much in his short NBA career so far. Four NBA first-team selections, four All-Stars, some gold medals. He could become even better down the line. His scoring is off the charts, playmaking, rebounding. He's a point guard. He can do everything very well. And Doncic, best Slovenian player, 
but also probably top four best in all of the NBA currently, not just European, but in general. John Schitz can get even better, and hopefully his team can make playoffs this year and he can do something. Because he did make a Western Conference Final with the Mavericks a few years ago. They lost, and he's taken in playoffs pretty regularly. Just They haven't been on a team yet. We're surrounded with a talent player that worked out because they've tried different players, just haven't worked, where they had a shot to win a title. Number three, from Greece, one of the best ever, Giannis. Giannis, what can I say? He's been goat talk, so to speak. I don't like to throw that around, but he's become so sensational. He had a final MVP, one of a title, two MVPs. Five-time first-team selection, seven All-Stars, Defender of the Year award, four all-defensive first-team selections. He's top talent. His shooting is not unbelievable. That's one of his weaknesses. But he has amazing length, tenacity, scores in the paint. He's unstoppable at times. He can't be stopped. He just doesn't shoot threes, but he doesn't need to do that. He sh- a plus, but way far above average in every other area. So just because he can't shoot threes does not mean that he can be stopped. He's so good at everywhere else on the court that doesn't matter. His height makes him hard to guard from any player in, on the court. Even other centers get dwarfed by him. He's able to destroy them one-on-one. He has to be triple teamed at times. Giannis is face of NBA for a reason. He's one of my favorites ever, to be honest. He's not even that old. He's not even 30 yet. Giannis still has places to go. Number two, we're getting towards the end. His brother I mentioned already, and that is Marc Gasol's brother, Paul Gasol. One of the legendary players of the NBA. He was vital to Kobe Bryant winning titles with the Lakers. His two his end ones, in 09, 010, Gasol, which is unbelievable with two titles, four All-Way selections, six All-Stars, multiple gold medals. And he was vital to that club with his scoring, defending. He was a different type of player than his brother, Mark. Mark was more in the paint. Defensive anchor, Paul could shoot it from different parts on the court as well. He had more length than Mark. They were both different, but Paul was amazing talent, huge fan of him. He was vital, in my opinion, to the Lakers' successes with Kobe Bryant. Now we made it to number one on this list. I could have done this in five minutes, it was obvious. If I told you the list and did not mention anyone, you would have already guessed based on if you know me or know my conversations or heard me talk about on Blog Sports Show. Number one, my favorite player, arguably of all time, close, one of the best of all time, and that is Dirk Nowitzki from Germany. Dirk Nowitzki was drafted late, similar to some of other players. He became the face of the Dallas Mavericks for his whole career. Took them to a title. He was MVP in 2008. He had many more than 10 All-Star games. 
multiple All-NBA teams. His 2008 season was unreal when he took them the best record in the Western Conference. Nowitzki had so much success in that season. They didn't succeed as a team, but he did get his title later, a couple years later, which was very successful. And he's one of the best forwards ever. He carried those teams. He didn't have good talent in Dallas, per se. He had some players who played well and were good complementary pieces, but he didn't have loaded super teams. He played well in Germany, too. Seven-footer, he shoot from free, shoot from everywhere on the court, solid dribbler, and Dirk Nowitzki, one of the best legends of all time, Hall of Famer, one of my favorite players ever. There was no debate before I even started the list, before I created it, did research, opinions, thought of positive moments. Dirk Nowitzki made it number one, and I'll never forget his legendary play, and especially watching him in 2011 when he took on LeBron James, Wade Wade, Chris Bosh, and somehow defeated them in the NBA Finals. I was shocked still on years later. He lost to the Heat in Dwayne Wade five years prior. Then he got his revenge on the Heat, beating them and defeating Dwayne Wade this time, even with LeBron and Chris Bosh. Dirk Nowitzki was able to beat them and get named Finals MVP for his amazing effort. Dirk Nowitzki, legendary. So thank you for listening to this very exciting episode. I really enjoyed making it, creating it. Hope you enjoy it too. Top 25 players from Europe that I am a fan of. So it doesn't mean they were the greatest of all time. It's not that list. It's more ones that were my personal 25 favorite from 2010 to present. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your night. See you next time. Blog Sports. So CJ Hawk signing off.